0: This is Alicia. And this is Rafa. And this is, what does it feel like to say goodbye 2020?
1: John's song. Goodbye, yellow
0: brick road. <laughs> goodbye 2020. That's does really go. But let's recap kind of 2020. So I remember getting ready, 2019, the ball's going to drop. Actually, I went to bed early. I didn't even watch the ball drop. But i <laughs> having... <laughs> Maybe that was the bad juju (laughs) that started us off into 2020. I didn't stay up to watch the ball drop. But um, I remember feeling so excited for 2020 because I was like, oh, so many new things are going to happen in this next year. And guess what? That really was the truth. (laughs) A lot of weird, crazy things happened in 2020. So did you, I had some crazy things happen in my industry. I work in event planning. So I went to a program in Miami. They had a cyber attack on their reservation system. And we had a program starting with approximately 5,000 attendees coming in. Oh, wow. So we didn't have their data. So they were holding this hotel that we are staying at hostage basically. And that happened in January. So that was my first taste of the craziness that was about to ensue of 2020. And let me tell you, I've never worked so hard in my life as that event trying, you know, the hotel was up. They were basically around the clock doing manual reservations. They had nothing. They were flying blind.
1: Well, I didn't watch the ball drop. I was at a I had a little campfire in the backyard with my partner. We had like a little our own little celebration. I just remember staring into the fire and I had like this premonition of dread, like the country was about to go like take a nosedive like tank. And oddly enough, you kind of sounds like you had something similar. It's just ancient Rome, like, you know, Rome is going to fall, like Nero's going to set the empire on fire. And I feel like that's what kind of sort of happened with the pandemic. I kind of feel like we did not see that coming. And the whole world was turned upside down since.
0: I agree. I agree. And I feel like, like you said, there was like this little prelude to the realization. And then here we get to March. I, I was um, traveling for work all of February. So I got home and then boom. Now all that being said, the craziness of 2020 and the pandemic and the election, living here in America, I have to sit there and think I've really tried to focus on what is good coming out of this year.
1: I think the real good was the first gaslighting that we got that made the entire world pause and self and self-reflect on what is important to them, right? People started to walk more, people started to exercise or get bicycles, people were spending more time with their families. And you and I had this conversation that even though that was a beautiful pause, you know, because we live in a capitalistic society here, there was still a way for corporate America to kind of creep in and get people to still be productive and still encroach on our lives at home (laughs) a little bit. So, and I think, I think toward the end of this year, people are feeling that squeeze, that corporate squeeze that we got to be productive. We got to do this. We got to do that. And it's a little frustrating, right? The first gaslighting the pause was beautiful. It was like a way to realize, oh my God, what's important to us now. we are kind of being thrown on these remote treadmills now to to be productive. And it's a little intrusive. And I think what's happening now, people are starting to reevaluate what's important to you. You know, is it making all of this money for a big corporate conglomerate? Or is it about maybe probably making less money and finding some kind of balance in your life to be with the people that you care about, how you spend your personal time?
0: I can't agree with you more um, coming into, like I said... 2020, I was working around the clock. I had worked that program in January where the cybersecurity attack happened. And then right from there, I left for another program and I had um, back to back programs. So I came home exhausted and not really spending the entire month of February with my family. So I got home and I have um, my son is 21 years old, turned 21 in 2020, and my daughter turned 15. And this is it I am not gonna have many more time where I'm gonna get to actually sit down have dinner with them which we already weren't really doing before because my daughter's heavily um, invested in dance programs so she dances every night till probably nine o'clock at night. my son's 21 he's hanging out with his friends and his girlfriend so this kind of forced us all to sit at the table and hang out together and I have so enjoyed it and I don't want it to end at all so I have to figure out. How to continue this into 2021, which I am going to do it. It's going to be a priority for me and my family.
1: That's nice. I think for me, it was about how I spend time with my partner and what we do at that time. You know, I, I know that traveling is, is important to both of us. I think it, it means it feeds our souls to spend time together, but to, I mean, and not just like jump on a jet and go somewhere. It's like, you know, it's like the excursions that we do, like the hiking. You know the nature walks and and all of those things, um, sharing experiences together. I think that's what we find valuable with our time. But we notice that you know the way we spend time together is 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 important to us. The only drawback for me personally is just the way I spend time with my mom because of her, um, because of her um, Alzheimer's slash dementia, and um, I really can't take her out, and I wish I could because she does miss that and she asks about it, and I try to divert it, but that's the hard part, you know. Just I can't just put her in a car and take her to a drive a wow. drive to the park. She's kind of like still a prisoner because she's a high risk.
0: Get a um, vaccination.
1: Oh, I, I absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Spending time with family is very important. And I, and with this type of disease, I don't know how much time she has left. It's, it's, you can't predict it, you know? Um, And I, when I mean time, I mean like cognitive, you know, like, like yeah. stuff that she can remember. Um, Unfortunately, my uncle um, passed away during COVID and that was, that was a little tough. You know, how do you mourn? you know, remotely, 40 feet away in a cemetery, we watched from 40 feet away in the cemetery, the whole process can't give, at that time we couldn't give my cousin a hug and, and or my aunt because it was still a lot of unknowns.
0: I, I, and I do like you speaking of that, I do feel like some sort of grieving for that, mm-hmm. of not being able to be connected to one another. And we're still not, even though we're getting this vaccination, we're still not totally connected. Tough. It's yeah. really tough.
1: It is tough. And we're finding ways around it, right? I think we're, you know, I think people are understanding the social graces that they're people that have different levels of, of tolerance or preferences and how they approach things. Um, for instance, I went to a funeral two weeks ago for one of my good friends that passed away. And, um, you know, I, I got up to speak a little bit about my friend. I wanted to share some some candid stories that we moments that we've had together And after the funeral was over, I'm in the parking lot saying goodbye to some people and his daughter came running up to me. She goes, is it okay if I hug you? And that's what people are doing now. They're asking, you know, what's your your comfort level to be close to people? That's interesting. That's where we're moving towards now.
0: That people ask. I do always feel like, you know, I kinda look like I don't know if I'm okay with a hug, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I wish people asked before the pandemic because I don't like touching people. Like don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know, I'm not a person either. But I kind of like look like I wouldn't probably give you a hug before either. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is about not being able to hug makes people want to hug more.
1: I think Uh, so. (laughs) And Latino people, they hug and kiss all the time.
0: I mean, I didn't have a, my family wasn't a very huggy family. So I have to think about it. I have to consciously give hugs. And it is weird. It's funny because I do think about when I get in situations where people are huggy, I become a little bit more huggy for some reason, I guess.
1: (laughs) You just got to spend the weekend with Latin people. That's all they do. Right. That's Part of the normal.
0: So as we go into 2021, What are your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are our TikToks are going to still be a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys did a cool TikTok for Christmas.
0: Yes, we did. Um, That was my idea. Um, I I bought those pajamas and they did make it my home. (laughs) And of
1: course... The ones from from China?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And of course, because I've um, gained a little bit of weight through COVID, mine were a little tight. I was like hoping that another family member's would be tight, and I could say, "Oh, blame it on like China sizes." But I think it's that I probably went to the next size <laughs> <laughs> in mean, this whole thing. So, anyways, we—I said to the kids, I was like, "Okay, this is what we're gonna do," and they're like, "All right, okay, mom, we'll do it if you don't post it on social media." And I was like, "If I just get the video, I know they'll they'll let me post it on social media." <laughs> So we're, you know, of course, you know, we filmed the video. It's super cute. It's a fun little TikTok video. My daughter, you know, edits it in two seconds flat because they are you know, experts at that. My friend calls me up. She's like, oh my gosh, you guys, that was such a great video. You look like such a happy family. And I, I'm like, I'm living the lie, people. I'm living the lie. Can you want to show the clips on what it took
1: to get to that point? Through <laughs> that, like you did that, and then you needed to go, like, okay, well, so this is what this really reality.
0: Yeah, the reality you yeah, really. have. It is. I. It's the typical family family arguing to get to the finished product. definitely share that little yeah, insight. There was too. a little a little tiff in the middle of that.
1: So. 2021 what do you think that we would like to see carried over into 2021 i think more kindness
0: definitely more kindness more family, time, more family time better work-life balance um i personally want to re-navigate my career yeah i don't know where it's gonna go but i feel like in my life i've always been able to make whatever i want happen if i want it bad enough i can make it happen i like that what about you
1: Mine is to continue to grow my consulting business Mm -hmm. and not let it fall by the wayside, which is easy to do. Um, you know, I'm grateful. I found a, a new, um, a new job opportunity. Um, Um, my biggest challenge is the work life balance piece, you know, and try to keep that in check, but also, you know, um, really, Focus more on my well being you know I think I've let myself go physically, you know, and I think um, mentally i haven 't but I think physically need to really focus more on my well being and how I eat the exercise, you know separating those times to focus on on nourishing my body
0: I agree, I agree that is one area that I want to focus on as well. Um, Do you do New Year's resolutions? Because I don't really want to do a New Year's resolution. I just want to do maybe a vision board of what I want to see happen and kind of push it out there and manifest it.
1: I think I might do that with my door behind me that I have gift wrapped. I think I'll make that into my vision board. Oh, that's
0: a great idea. It's good real estate.
1: It's really good real estate. So maybe I can start cutting out pictures of like Claudia Shefford and Ferraris and stuff like
0: that. Let's talk about one other thing is I'm super excited that we have been listened to in nine countries.
1: That's so cool. Do you want to list them? What are the countries?
0: Greece, United Kingdom, Spain, Turkey, France, Germany, Russia, Pakistan, United States. Pakistan.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Nothing from Australia yet, huh?
0: No, nothing from Australia yet. So, but I just definitely think like a little pat on the back. We deserve a little pat on the back. Super excited for 2021 in our podcast. I think good things, big things are going to happen there. Yes.
1: And a big thank you to our listeners.
0: So shows coming up next year will be, what does it feel like to have Parkinson's? Does it feel like to be a drag queen?
1: (laughs) I like that one.
0: What does it feel like? to have the most craziest thing happen to you that no one would believe. Mm. We'd love to wish all of our listeners a happy new year.
1: A very prosperous new year and goodbye 2020 and hello 2021. And now it's time for a recap. Goodbye COVID.
0: Cybersecurity <laughs> attack. <laughs> Please get me the vaccine. <laughs> it's all about family.
1: Um, I appreciate you asking permission to hug.
0: <laughs> Definitely ask permission to hug.
1: <laughs>
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>